welcome to the Millennial Career Playbook's company interview series, which focuses on corporate cultures worth knowing about if you're a job-seeking millennial or simply enjoy working in millennial-friendly environments. This series offers you company-specific information you won't find anywhere else, helping you decide if a particular firm is a great fit for you, and also offering you tips on how to most effectively land a job with the company. I'm Debbie Woldridge, CEO of outsource training company TTC Innovations, which specializes in providing corporations with customized millennial-focused training solutions. Hosting this series with me is best-selling author Haya Bender, whose credits include five dummies books and a complete idiot's guide, and articles for the New York Times. Please frequently visit our The Millennial Career Playbook website at tmcpb.com, as we're always adding new interviews and other content. Joining Hi and I today is Lisa Mullenkamp, Chief of Staff of award-winning international public relations firm Fleischmann Hillard. Lisa, thank you so much for joining us today. First, can you explain what Fleischmann Hillard does? Yeah, Fleischmann Hillard is one of the leading communications firms in the world for professional services firm, and we help our clients manage their communications needs. Those needs can span across all different kinds of issues and business challenges that companies face. So they may need help with a public affairs issue. They may need help with a brand or a marketing issue for a product or a service that they have. We help our clients develop social media strategy to leverage all new kinds of communication that are available to companies in ways that maybe they're still catching up with. Internal communications, crisis communications, all kinds of disciplines where an organization might need support in messaging or developing a communication strategy or executing it, we partner with our clients to deliver in those areas. One of the attributes of Fleischmann Hillard that sets us apart, it's a highly, highly collaborative culture. We have any number of clients that are work seamlessly across offices and regions, and our ability to support a client all across the globe with one team that works together without the client necessarily needing to facilitate interpreting coordination if things don't fit together just in the right way. That is the result of the way that people here are acclimated to this collaboration and teamwork that runs through Fleischmann Hillard. What I would also say is there's a real entrepreneurial spirit here, and there's an opportunity to bring your ideas forward. It's a fairly flat organization, so there's not a lot of limitation to bringing forward a new idea for a client or a new approach to something that has come up before. What makes us different is delivering a culture of teamwork and collaboration and a culture where somebody can really take that entrepreneurial spirit and drive it forward. Can you mention some of your better-known clients? We represent AT&T. We represent GoPro. We represent Bayer. We represent SAP, Emerson, Monsanto, Samsung, Visa. Those are some of the bigger brands. Many of those are brands that people are using in their everyday life. So the opportunity to work with clients that they feel some personal connection with for any variety of reasons, that's a very attractive opportunity for people. Do you serve as consultants to an organization or is it a long-term where you build that partnership and work side-by-side with the company for a long-term relationship? We have some of both. We have some clients who have been with us for 20, 30, even 40 years. 
and other clients take advantage of our services on a more ad hoc or project basis. But there's any number of our larger clients who we have very well established partnerships with and who may want to leverage us even having us on site and really integrated members of their communications team. Our longest standing client, Emerson, which is based here in St. Louis, they've been a client with Fleshman Hillard for over 60 years. So that's morphed into a really true partnership. And we work side by side with them to support them in the areas that they need. I've been reading about the numerous awards that your company has won in a variety of categories, including innovation and insight for representing their client public relation campaigns. Can you share with our audience some of the specifics about what makes your company such a great place and able to achieve these awards? It really starts with the talented people that we have working here. We are really focused on trying to support our clients in leveraging all of the tools that are at our disposal for getting the messages out that they need to get out regardless of what the issue is. And so for us, especially as the whole discipline of communications is evolving with technology, there's all kinds of new opportunities for us to get at data which can deliver insights to our employees about whatever target audience they're trying to communicate to depending on what their issue might be. It could be a customer base if it's a brand or a product that we're trying to help them promote. It could be government or legislative officials if it's a public affairs issue. It could be other members of a corporate community if it's some kind of a corporate issue. And so understanding what kinds of information are available to us how we can dig into that information and really get some insights that would help us craft a communications plan with our clients that will give them the best possible outcome for the goals that they're trying to achieve with their communications objectives. So it's about using the information that's at our disposal, developing insights from that information that really allow us to bring fresh, innovative thinking to our clients, and then helping them craft a strategy for delivery of that message using all the tools that are at our disposal in the most strategic way for them. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your role at Fleischman Hillard? I am the Chief of Staff at Fleischman Hillard, having been here for about 17 years. I joined the Human Resources Function after having spent about 14 years at one of the regional utility companies here in St. Louis. have had the opportunity to experience all kinds of new challenges over my 17-year tenure at FH. I grew up here in sort of a generalist role and over time had an opportunity to manage benefit programs, manage talent acquisition, and ultimately have expansion of my responsibilities to cover geographies outside of the U.S. So I had an opportunity to get involved in what we coined talent development support for our offices in Europe over the last 10 years or so. And then in June of 2014, I transitioned into the role of chief talent officer. The woman who had been in that role for my tenure leading up to that point retired, and I was very fortunate to be given the opportunity to transition into that role and have had a terrific year and a half working with my team in new and different ways. We have a really terrific talent development team across our global network of offices, about 50 people strong. And although we are sort of dispersed geographically in the regions that we support, we're a fairly connected group of talent development professionals. We work very well together. We enjoy working together, and I get a lot of energy and a lot of motivation from my colleagues. And so I've had the opportunity to work with that team in a new way for about the last year and a half. 
And then we had a new president and CEO appointed in November at Fleischman Hillard. And with the appointment of our new CEO, John Saunders, he asked me just within the last month to take on some additional responsibilities. And so we transitioned my role from chief talent officer to chief of staff. So I'm working with John, just helping him manage all that's coming at him in his new role as president and CEO, and I'm maintaining responsibility and the opportunity to work with my talent development colleagues, which I love. 17 years with the organization, obviously you've been exposed to a lot of different positions. What are some of the unique things that the company has allowed for you to do to enable you to grow and mature in your own career? one of the most fun things I think about working here. It is a place where you have an opportunity to stretch yourself on a regular basis. I remember the day that the woman who was my boss at the time came into my office and said, we'd like you to take on responsibility for human resources support for our offices in Europe. Up to that point, I had had no training or no experience working with anyone outside of the U.S. I'd never traveled outside of the U.S. And I paused for a moment and I, you know, so are you sure about that? (laughs) And she said, we'll give you support. We'll learn together along the way. It's the kind of place where you just dive in. We have each other's back. We help each other figure things out. We don't let one another get intimidated by new challenges. So when you can demonstrate here the willingness to rise to those challenges and the ability to take advantage of those challenges, those challenges continue to come your way. And before you know it, you're 17 years in and doing things that you could have never imagined when you walked in the door. It's a great story to tell, and it's been a great story to live for me personally. How many employees does the company have? We have just over 2,700 employees globally. And what percentage of that is millennials? 57%. Wow. Wow. Cool. (laughs) The industry overall is a fairly youthful industry. We're a high-energy organization. It's a very fast pace, and I think that the pace, the variety of the work, the nature of the global work, all of those things are appealing to people who are millennials. Can you talk about some of the features that the company offers that helps to attract millennials? Clearly, our client roster, some of the brand names that we represent at Fleischmann Hillard are the brand names that millennials are using in their everyday life today. The global nature of our network and coming to work at an agency and saying to them, you will have the opportunity to work on global clients and having client teams that are comprised of people from all over the world is very attractive to young people who really want the richness of global client experiences. And we absolutely deliver on that. From a millennial standpoint, there's always a focus on what is the organization doing to give back? Mm -hmm. And we do more than our fair share, I would say, of pro bono work for any number of great causes all over the place. We also have some really fun and engaging ways where employees can get involved and whether that is the organized holiday processes where we're gathering and supporting families in need at the holiday season. People get really engaged around that. Here in the St. Louis office, we have an in-house band. They're called Pro Bono and the Non-Billables. And they're a great group of people from the office who've just gotten together and they make some really good music. But what's been fun is we've gotten into um, an arrangement with some other companies that are in St. Louis that we have an annual battle of the band. They go to a bar once a year and each one of the bands plays a set and we sell t-shirts to support our bandmates. People make donations and we come out and we attend and cheer our colleagues on. I don't know exactly how much it's raised over the last any number of years, but it's made a significant impact. And it's been the kind of thing that people get really excited about and can really kind of rally around. 
a millennial who just started at the company two months ago to see something that no one else has seen and has an idea to save the company half a million dollars. How would that person get that idea across to upper management? If you focus on a cost-saving idea, that would probably be something that an employee would bring forward at their local leadership level. If you're a person with three or five years of experience in the industry and you come into Fleischman Hillard, maybe at a senior account executive title or something like that, there could be five or six title layers between you and the general manager of the office that you work in. But our culture is such that there would be nothing out of the ordinary or nothing that would preclude you as a senior account executive from walking into the office of your general manager and saying, hey, I noticed this. I think there's an opportunity here. Who could I talk to about this? I think it's really an access issue and it's really an openness to creating a culture where that kind of access is encouraged and welcome. Do you have any programs in place that actively encourage innovation and making suggestions that would be considered by top levels of management? Innovation goes so significantly with what we do for our clients. It's very much a part of the work experience here. We're constantly looking for new ideas to bring forward to our clients. We put a program in place in 2013 that we call SPARKS, sort of an internal recognition program where employees who have come up with really innovative ideas to support a communication strategy on behalf of a client can package that up in an award submission and submit that to a panel internally at Fleischman Hillard. We evaluate the entries and the campaigns that are deemed as the most innovative and the most creative are recognized. And then we use those award submissions to submit on behalf of Fleischman Hillard to the Cannes Lions International Festival for creativity where we want our client work featured and our employee who wins our Sparks competition has the opportunity to go to Cannes and see the spectacle that is that whole award ceremony there. So it's a program that really encourages and celebrates the innovation that we want our employees to deliver for our clients. You have a lot of women in leadership roles. So what are some of the things that you're doing to help to attract women in those roles? We do have a really good track record of bringing strong women into the organization and having role models around the place that they can look to who have built a career here and that they can sort of imitate. Our demographic is 65% female, and that's not unique to us. Our industry is predominantly female. What sets us apart even from some of our competitors is that we do have a good track record of putting women in leadership positions with P&L responsibility. And we've been recognized by the National Association of Female Executives for the last six years based on not just having a predominantly female demographic, but having those women in roles with significant responsibility and with significant P&L responsibility. We have any number of our larger offices in all parts of the world who are led by women. And I think that this is a place where a young woman can come and see people who have real responsibility, who are driving real large, big parts of our business very successfully. And there's an opportunity to watch those people in action and learn from them in all different kinds of ways that allow people to imagine themselves there someday and allow them access to talk to people about how they might craft their own path to get there.
Does Fleischmann Hillard have a formal mentorship program? We are a pretty decentralized organization, and that's one of the things that I love about Fleischmann Hillard. We certainly have templates for formal mentorship programs that have been developed in our talent development function, and those kinds of resources are available to leaders across the organization. What I love about FH is we give the business unit managers the flexibility to implement those kinds of programs in the ways that are going to work best for the business that they manage. So if we have a small office of five or six people in a not really huge metropolitan area, What is needed in that market for that team would be very different from an office of a couple hundred people on one of the coasts in a really large, highly competitive metropolitan market. So there certainly are programs in place, but there's flexibility at the local level to adapt and customize as needed. And if you think specifically to women mentoring women, probably the people here who are looking to grow their careers and have a lot of ambition around reaching senior levels here, they're generally the kinds of people who have a lot of ambition and they take a lot of initiative. And so they're initiating those relationships across the organization. And that's very welcomed and very supported here. In my experience, for the people who are some of our highest potential people who have a lot of that ambition, they function better in their own kinds of grassroots outreach sort of an approach rather than having a highly structured mentor program imposed on them. But we have both available and we try to take a really flexible approach. I wanted to go a little more into specific programs that support female employees, specific policies that are targeted at women. One of the things that we have the opportunity to take advantage of is a program that our parent company is promoting, a network of women called Omni Women across the Omnicom network of companies. It's a focus group of women on women's issues and trying to raise the conversation about putting more women in leadership roles putting some structure around that conversation, and then thinking about how they can support women in their individual markets. So for example, I know in the UK, the Omni Women Network has a more formal mentoring program in place. And so a woman at Fleischmann Hillard could be mentored by a senior level female colleague at another Omnicom agency in the market, get some exposure to more of an advertising discipline instead of a public relations discipline, and just giving people the opportunity to broaden their network and support their development through that network of female professionals. There's a lot of talk about work-life balance and programs to support women. I have been here for 17 years. I've been in demanding roles all throughout those 17 years, and I've managed to raise three kids in the process. So for me, I really feel like the conversation about women and work and balance has turned more from balance to integration. And so for me, it's not about separation of my work and my home life. It's about integrating those two in a seamless way that allow me to deliver in all aspects of my role as a professional woman in the most positive way. We have a very flexible approach to the way people manage their workday. Certainly, we have part-time work options, leaves of absence, sabbaticals. We have all of those. But for me, the thing that makes the most difference is just an attitude here about getting done what you need to get done in the way that allows you to integrate your work and life in the most effective way. I have been sitting on the sideline of a soccer game with my earbud in my ear listening to a conference call for work, and it's allowed me to be present in a way that I needed to be, but it also allowed me the flexibility that I needed to have. So from a flexibility standpoint, I think it's ongoing evolution. 
Are you saying that you don't have like a nine to five thing? Can you pick and choose your hours or just wanted to get a little bit of a better sense? We are a professional services organization. It is a demanding work environment and we are definitely committed to a very strong commitment to client service and availability to our clients when they need us. And so all of our offices have core hours and it is the kind of organization that is so focused on collaboration that to get the most out of the work experience and to deliver the most to the work experience, it's important for people to be here working with their colleagues and working with their clients. That said, there is the flexibility if I have a commitment at home for me to participate in a call with colleagues from home or somewhere else. So it's a fairly unstructured level of flexibility that gives people the opportunity, again, to integrate their home and their work commitments based on what makes sense for them, but I don't mean to imply for a minute that there isn't a significant amount of demand with the work experience, because I think most professional services organizations that are client-focused in the way that we are, are organizations that have a high level of demand. But I don't mind putting in the time, I don't mind being on calls in the evening, because if I need to follow up with my son on something during the day while he's away at school or get on the phone with an advisor at school. You know, I have the flexibility to do that. And so I'm just kind of weaving it all together as I go in a way that makes the most sense for me. And I think that that's what many of the women here do. Can you talk about some of the benefits that you offer right now for your employees? Again, this is all very decentralized. And what we need to offer our employees in San Francisco is different than what we might need to offer employees in Minneapolis or St. Louis. And what they're asking for from us is different in those places. So we take a very flexible approach to that. But you will find offices that bring yoga instructors into the office and they'll have yoga classes at lunch or in the evening. Some of our offices have pool tables and ping pong tables that are on site where employees can go and just blow off steam. Most of our offices bring in snacks or refreshments for employees with some kind of a scheduled approach throughout the week. Do you have an on-site or a company-sponsored formalized training program that you offer to employees that would allow them to learn and grow in their position while they're working? We have a number of different approaches to employee development. We have a number of client-centered skill-based programs, like WinIT is a two-day new business program where we'll send a group of people off-site for a couple of days for an immersion in our new business process and to help them develop their new business skills. And that has been very successful for us in developing people. So we've taken that template that we've used for new business and we've repurposed it and we have a program that's called Fix It, which is for our colleagues who focus on supporting clients with crisis issues. So we'll send them off for a couple of days focused on crisis communications and supportive clients and crisis issues. So we have any number of practice-specific skills training. And then separate from that, we have a whole series of management development trainings. We offer a thing that we call the Management Academy, which is for sort of mid-level people who are newer to managing staff. And we will bring a group of 60 or so people together at a time for a day and a half to two days. And we will just give them the opportunity using Harvard business cases to work through a number of different management scenarios to give them some real-time practice and the opportunity to discuss cases in a way where they consider all different kinds of possibilities. And we'll bring staff in, which is basically our faculty made up of senior people in the organization who come in and facilitate those case discussions, facilitate some panel discussions, 
give people exposure to some of the management thinking of our leadership and also give them the opportunity to stretch their legs a little bit around their own thinking about management and how they execute against some of the management challenges that they may have faced already or that may be coming. Fleischman Hillard is owned by a holding company called Omnicom. We have the great benefit of being able to take advantage of some of the really fine professional development offerings that are available to us through what they call Omnicom University. They offer a series of programs, the senior management program for very senior people in the organization, an advanced management program that's targeted to a little bit more of junior level in the organization. These are, in some cases, three to five day programs where employees are going off-site to Babson University, and they're actually being taught by Harvard business professors. It is a very elite program. We get a handful of slots every year, but it's a really powerful professional development program for some of our highest potential leaders, and it's a hot ticket around here. People really look for the opportunity to be able to participate in that program, and we feel really fortunate to be able to take advantage of that opportunity through Omnicom. Any stories that you can share with us to help our audience get a better idea about the culture or the values within your organization? There's a woman who runs our Asia-Pacific region. Her name is Lynn Davis. She started with Fleischman Hillard in the St. Louis office as a very junior level employee. And after having been with us about six or seven years, we asked her to go to Asia for us. She was not someone who had a lot of global experience in her career, and we were trying to establish a presence in Asia. So we sent Lynn to Hong Kong as sort of a band of one. And here we are at something like 15 or 16 years later, and Lin Ann is the regional president of our Asia-Pacific region. She manages three brands in 10 countries with 17 offices. She manages a staff there of about 350 people, and that is a network of talent that she's developed, a book of business that she and her team have developed. So Lynn is a great role model for many of our young women and how to really build and grow a career here and be fearless in going out and taking advantage of an opportunity and making the most of it. Any client success story that is told around the company, inspire or show what can be done? We do a lot of work for AT&T. They're one of our largest clients. And so we did a lot of work with them over the last couple of years around their campaign to alleviate people texting and driving. So a lot of the messaging that you see coming from AT&T around safety and safely operating your car while you're driving is concept that we developed in partnership with them and execution that our team has supported them on. And those kinds of, whether it's videos that we've created for them or the whole It Can Wait campaign. That is all concept that was developed here by us. And everything from that whole It Can Wait hashtag and all of the communication around that to I believe we also put together a simulator, which we took on the road on behalf of AT&T and let people sit in the simulator and had them text while they were driving and sort of give them the experience of the kinds of situations that they can find themselves in because of the distraction caused by their propensity to text while they're driving. So that's an example of work that I feel like has delivered well for the client from a business standpoint, but it's also exciting because it's good work. It's good for the world, for people to be more conscious of that kind of thing. And it's really great meaty work that our employees can sink their teeth into. Your website talks about the power of true. Can you talk with us a little bit about that? 
Yeah, we rebranded a couple of years ago. The public relations industry, I times, has suffered from questions about authenticity of messaging. So we placed a very high amount of focus and put a lot of effort around leading the discussion about transparency of communications, our own transparency as we communicate on behalf of our clients, and really encouraging our clients to take a transparent approach in the way that they communicate. Thinking about all of the influences on the way communications is evolving and thinking about the focus around authenticity and transparency and thinking about an ethical approach to communications and wanting to take the lead in that discussion, we felt like the power of true wrapped all of those things together. We want to be true partners for our clients. We want to be true to the messages and true to the approach and true to one another in the organization in the way that we deliver and partner with our clients. So it's one word, but it can be repurposed in so many different ways that speak very impactfully to all of our constituents, whether it's our employees or our colleagues or our clients in the organization. It was a powerful rebranding experience for us, and we're still getting a lot of leverage out of the messaging around it. Do you have any tips you can offer for someone who's seeking to prepare for a successful career at your company? If they're still in school, I think one of the main things that they can do is certainly excel academically. We have a highly competitive interview process and we have a very thorough screening process. And so clearly someone's performance is important. But what's really just as important is a demonstration of their ability to engage in the full experience. So involvement in extracurricular activities and taking leadership roles, whether it's in Greek life or other kinds of student clubs and activities, those things are always really important. For me, one thing that really stands out is people who are very involved in extracurricular activities, if you're talking about students especially, because this is a fast-paced organization that requires people to juggle and multitask. So somebody who can be successful academically, hold leadership posts, in any number of extracurricular activities and be involved in other campus groups or sports or anything like that, somebody who can pivot and keep several balls in the air at one time and who can come in and talk about those experiences and how they would turn that experience into an asset for them as an employee of Fleischmann-Hillard, those are people who are the most compelling candidates from my perspective. And then the other thing that we would look for is completion of successful internships. And we have a very robust intern program across all of our offices. In the St. Louis office, for example, our largest office, we would have hundreds of applications each year for internship programs here. Because we're in the business of helping clients get their news out and tell their story, having a natural curiosity about you and being able to articulate and demonstrate your natural curiosity by being up to date on current events and what's going on in the world, having that entrepreneurial spirit and really being somebody who can be collaborative and have a point of view and express that point of view in a way that is reflective of the collaborative nature of the way that we work here. So all of those kinds of things play into it. We meet with potential employees several times throughout the recruiting process. So just finding ways to bring new content to the discussion every time you come in to talk about an opportunity is something that would really set a candidate apart. And what about somebody who is working at another company and is trying to switch over to your company? If they're a person with some experience under their belt and they're interested in making a switch, 
certainly having a good understanding of our organization, the clients we work with, the communications disciplines that we support, coming in with that would be very important. And then for somebody who's coming out of perhaps one of our competitors having worked with clients at another agency, coming with some really tangible case study-like experience where they talk about what was the client's goal, what was their role in executing against that goal, and what was the outcome on behalf of the client? And then how did they leverage the resources that they had around them? How did they take advantage of maybe the thinking of somebody who wouldn't have ordinarily be brought into whatever that client issue was, but just demonstrating some boldness in the way that they think but being able to deliver against that boldness still with that nugget of collaborative approach in the way that they go about it. It's a real balance. Sometimes an entrepreneurial organization can be siloed. And so here it's about balancing a drive and an individual commitment to deliver with collaboration across the network of colleagues. Is there any advice that you could offer our audience about their own social media profiles that could help set them up for success as they start to prepare for looking for jobs? Whatever is out there is out there to stay. And so to be thoughtful about your presence on social media is very, very, very important. I know any number of people, for example, who have more than one Facebook account. They have a Facebook account for their friends and family, and then they have a Facebook account for their professional network. Certainly, that's one way to manage it, but if you choose to integrate those two, then there's a certain mindfulness about the kinds of things that go out there. If you're really trying to leverage social opportunities for career change or career advancement, being very active on LinkedIn and very thoughtful about the kinds of connections that people make on LinkedIn is really important. And then also being active yourself on LinkedIn and commenting on the trends that are in the industry that you're targeting commenting on the news, authoring a thought leadership piece and posting that out on your LinkedIn about something that is going on in the industry that you're working on or the industry that you aspire to or the organization that you aspire to. Leveraging it as an opportunity to feature your thinking in a way that will benefit you is the way to approach it if you're trying to get yourself positioned in another way. I mean, you really want to be part of the conversation. And if you can lead the conversation, that's all the better. We're looking for people who are part of important conversations about our clients and the issues that our clients are facing. And when we find those people who are part of the conversation, they are people we want to talk to. So to get yourself noticed in that way gives you an advantage. If someone is hired, are there any tips you might be able to offer for that person to enjoy a long and successful career at Fleischman Hillard? Certainly leaning on your colleagues and engaging in a dialogue with your manager and your mentor about where you would like to see your career go and being realistic about what's possible and having some patience about opportunities coming your way and being open to any possibility. I mean, there's no way that I would be sitting here talking to you guys today if I had not been willing to step way out of my comfort zone on more than one occasion. It's a safe environment to do that. And I'm not saying that there weren't many days where I drove home from work thinking, what in the world have I gotten myself into? 
but I've never been in it by myself, ever, no matter what the role is. I have a wonderful team of colleagues that I get so much energy from and so much support from, and I've had that every step of the way in my career. And so even things that were completely new to me, we managed to find resources around the organization, and if not around the organization, outside of the organization, that helped fill in those gaps of experience that got me to where I am today. For somebody to really, really take advantage of all that Fleshman Hillard has to offer, it's about being willing to take a risk, recognizing an opportunity when one comes to you, even if it's not necessarily dressed up just like an opportunity when it comes your way, but having some fearlessness about going after it and not operating as an individual contributor, but determining how you can leverage the resources of the organization and contribute to the organization as part of a team. That's what really allows people to make the very most of the opportunity here profound advice for most careers. But I think especially at a company like yours, it's actually riskier to not take the risk. Um, It's counterintuitive, but the most risky thing to do in a high energy, highly creative field like yours is to play it safe because you probably end up losing. So I appreciate you articulating that. Lisa, thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Thank you, Lisa, for taking the time to share with our audience why the organization has been recognized by so many different groups as a top employer. Thank you. It was a great opportunity. I have a lot of passion for this place, as you can see, so I'm always happy to have the chance to talk about it. So thank you both. Hi, and I thank you for listening to this interview. Please frequently visit our The Millennial Career Playbook website at tmcpb.com as we're always adding new interviews and other content designed to help you find a job or enhance your career.